This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Liar. Let me just say that at the beginning of every show. Lies. She tells think? lies, the demon woman. It's unbelievable. God, she does a lot of promos on a lot of radio stations, doesn't she? I don't know. Does she? I hear her voice all the time. I think it's in your head. Yeah, because I don't recognize my own mother's voice. She think, sounds just like my no, mother. No, I'm saying like I think she's in your head. Like I think she's well, could infiltrated. Be. Infiltrated the noggin. Yeah. You may be right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to start out with the weather because it looks damn good. I mean, yeah. It's going to be a little... It says here today, breezy and warmer, a few showers with a high of 66. So it's going to be cloudy and maybe showers at time, but 66 looking good. Tonight's showery, the rumble of, th- rumble of thunder possible, but it's not going to be severe. A low of 48. See, that's what I like when the lows are around 48. That, now we're talking. Uh-huh. Friday, showery and cooler with a high of 52. On Saturday, it's going to be up to 53. And yeah, it's going to stay in the 50s pretty much, it looks like. I mean, a low of 48 one night. I guess that would lows overnight, down, getting down to about 40. But during the day, every one of them is in the 50s now. Everything is either in the 50s or the 60s. Nice. So we're getting there. Cloudy and 50 right now, but a high today is 66. Uh, breezy and warmer. Maybe a shower now and then. So that's the ticket. So what else is happening? Everything else good? Yeah, our house is good. We're, Gogo's getting over her I don't know how many ear infections, and she's in a good yeah. mood. If she's in a good mood, things are pretty good at our house. Well, yeah, that's just how it goes, isn't it? If the, mm-hmm. if the baby's in a good mood, everybody's in a good mood. Yeah. And then if they're not in a good mood, you have to go, shut up! Like to that. Justin or, yeah. <laughs> See, that's one thing you guys missed by not being born at the same time I was. Parents treating their kids like crap in public. Isn't oh, that funny? Oh, no, that was part of my childhood as well. <laughs> <You suck. laughs> Absolutely. That, that, is, that is a new age parent, man. That is, yeah. No, our parents definitely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just abusive as hell right yes. in public. Mm-hmm. I told you, there's one guy. In, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. There's one guy what? Yeah. There's one guy in our neighborhood used to take his kids in the street to spank them. So everybody could see them being spanked, and he could humiliate them. That's just a lot of energy, too, man. That's like, could you imagine crazy. being like, we're going to a second location. Like, I can barely get go-go. Like, sometimes <laughs> yeah, I'm lazy true. about bringing her downstairs. Yeah. That is true. Did you ever, with Kinley, do you, did you ever have, like, a meltdown in public kind of thing? Or was she... No, I, she's always been really good. Obviously, those terrible twos and threes are, are awful. But yeah. I, at a young age, I read this book called Boundaries, and there's two chapters in there about child you know, about the rearing kids. And yeah. one of the things that they said is uh, you need to give your kids, uh, let them make the choice and give them delayed gratification. So when the kids are like, hey, can I go out and can I go to Brittany's birthday party? You certainly can. All you got to do is just pick up those shoes or take out the trash and then right. you can. Just getting them in the habit of you do something to get something. Yeah. And that That's is how I raised a, a very studious and attentive daughter. And I never had those problems ever. Do you keep reminding me of that? Because I feel like that's such good advice. It is indeed. Just all you got to do is sit back and take a gander at Rudy and me and how to parent. You're (laughs) you're good. You see what I'm saying? Hey, how many kids do you know? Or how many grandfathers do you know when their one-and-a-half-year-old comes to a party at their office, he keeps staring at your picture and then goes up and kisses it? 
Did you see? Amy would told me. I didn't see him do it, but oh, Amy Daniels saw so him. Funny. He was like pointing at the picture, and then all of a sudden he went over and kissed the picture. Listen, <laughs> I agree that you're actually a great dad, a great grandfather, but I will say this there may be something that um, Ethan, with grandparents, my mom gives that baby anything she wants. Oh, yeah. So no true. wonder she wants my mom all the mm -hmm. time. I, I'm, t I'm like, hey, mom, we're just trying to avoid, like, unnecessary, insane amount of sugar. Like, yeah. we're yep. not even going hard on anything. It's just like, we're not giving her, like, cake or ice cream or whatever just because she eats such a small amount. So, like, we're trying to have it be good stuff. Messy, too. Yeah, and so my mom, in Florida, all of a sudden I hear my mom in this little shh noise, and I was like, what was that? She's got the whipped cream out yeah. for my... Why? Yeah. My daughter's never even heard of whipped cream in her life. She's 11 months. Like, are you kidding? I'm like... Yeah, you always use that as a parent. You, you use leverage like, do you want me to call Grammy or Grampy? Do you want me to call Grammy and see what happens? Because Grammy would tell you not to do it. And yeah. then they go, no, 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 that's okay. And then one day my daughter realized that my grandma, you know, her grandma likes her more than my mom likes me. Yeah. yeah. So she was like, one day I was like, hey... You better shape up. Do you want me to call Grammy? And then my daughter goes, do you want me to call Grammy? And I'm, like, I'm like, you know what? Never mind. Obviously, yes, never mind. We'll, we'll stop now. About time you learn something, man. That's so funny. I love that. So I, I, and I honestly do not understand how, and it was much more prevalent earlier, maybe, you know, 100 years ago, 75, 50 even. I just never understood parents that had no interest in knowing their children. I don't, why I know. did you not want to know your own children? We get such a kick out of her. Oh, and like, yeah. We have like all the things that we're so excited to use. Like it, just recently, it's been warm enough that we attached the burly to the bike. Now Justin will, as soon as he gets oh, her sure. home, throws her in there, does like two laps around the block, comes back because it's still pretty cold. We love that stuff. Yep, that is it. Never, well, my mom was always working and my dad was gone, so I guess there was nobody around to do that stuff with me anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But my older sisters that took really good care. My brother was in the Marine Corps, so he went around, but my, my two older sisters uh, really helped my mother to raise the younger, the four younger children, yeah, including that's, me. That's, yeah, that's amazing. I still love that Rudy liked this because uh, I have a sister, Vicky. My sister, Vicky's two years older than me. Mm hmm. And anybody mess with me at school, she'd go and get right in their face, go, I'm telling you something. You bother my, my brother again, I'm going to whoop your ass. You got it. Leave my brother alone. My sister Vicky weighed about 80 pounds and was five feet tall. Oh, man. <laughs> That's awesome you had that. My sister was like, no, you guys kick his ass, okay? Just kick that guy. <laughs> the short me. guy, kick his ass all the time, yeah. Not me. Go get him. Mm -hmm. No, nah, Vicky was magnificent. She was a great older sister, I'll That's tell you. Awesome. Well, she is to this day, as a matter of fact. She had a tough job, though. She was the one that had to call everybody and tell everybody that Troy was dead. Oh. My youngest brother. That had to have been a bitch of a job, I would think. Yeah, that's... Um... So when she called me, I said, who? No, I didn't really. I do miss Troy. You knew Troy, didn't you? Yes. Yep, I met Troy at Alex's wedding, right? Oh, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, we all said it. That was so fun. He was hilarious. Now, Rudy, all the boys in my family's names start with a T. Mm -hmm. It's Terry, Tom, Todd, Tony, and Troy. And it was going to be Roberta and Rebecca, but a friend of my mother's named her daughter Rebecca, so they just abandoned the idea and whatever. 
But honest to God, just hanging around that family was so... When, when my brother Troy was born, and Troy wasn't a very common... There was Troy Donahue, I think, was the only Troy in the world at that time that anybody knew about anyway. So my grandfather, my mother's father, who might have been the biggest prick I've ever met. Oh, God, what a horrible human being that man was. He had this, this deal, the lateral S going. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that situation. Oh. So Toots, because he couldn't say Theophila. He couldn't say his own name, uh, own daughter's name. You think they would have thought about that while naming her? Like, what's make sure that we can say our our, our kiddo's name? But well, he didn't care. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you think there had been some thought put into it? But my grandmother Wilhelmina, or we just called her Minnie. Mm-hmm. She was very, very uh, wound up. She loved God. Let me put it that way. And it was never one of those pushy like you follow my belief in God. She just might like a greater good God. Yeah. Like if there is a figure, that's great. But if there isn't, there's a there is a greater good out there. But we don't look for it anymore, unfortunately. Uh, what did she like God? Like because my grandma loves God, like loves God, loves the Pope, very Catholic. Yeah. And yep. so um, we walked the line of, I mean. If we're going to tell her, you know, if we're living with our boyfriends, like we play oh, that game yeah. of like, what, what does grandma need to know? No, you're absolutely right. So back to my grandfather, Amol Dean, or Dane, they pronounced it actually. Amol, you don't hear that name very often. We got a big listener to this show's name is Amol. Oh, nice. Well, he pronounces it Emil, though, I think. I can't remember. E-M-I-L. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but he's a huge listener, as a matter of fact. Uh, so anyway... My grandfather calls his daughter my mother, and he had this deal going, like I said, so toots. Ugh. So let me ask you a question. I heard you had the kid. What's the, what's the kid's name? And first of all, it's a boy or a girl? And she goes, it's a boy. And he goes, okay, so what's his name? And she says, Troy. And there's a long pause. He goes, Floyd? What the hell did you name him Floyd for? The rest <laughs> of the boys are named with a T. <laughs> You've been drinking, have you, Grandpa? Floyd. Floyd? What'd you name him Floyd for? The other boys all begin with a T. That's funny. Oh, Christ. What a life. Did you have that mess of a life when you were a kid, the two of you? No. Not to the extent where, no. And my grandpas were lovely. Oh, good. Yeah. No. Total mess. Absolutely. Why? Yeah. Why is Rudy? What is that? I don't know. I don't. In fact, while you were telling that story about uh, about your mom and just like publicly, you know, or about uh, people, parents publicly disciplining their kids. Yeah. At Thanksgiving, uh, my mom had the night right before we went to Thanksgiving dinner. My mom went into my room to move a mattress. We were going to rearrange my room, and she picked up my mattress and she found three porno mags. Oh, oh, Playboys, huh? Oh, 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 way worse than that. Even oh, way worse, worse than that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I was 13 at the time, and when we got to Thanksgiving dinner, guess who told the entire oh, family no. while I was there? did you die? Oh, I was mortified. Ball- I went out in the car and bawled my eyes out. Oh, I was mortified by it. So, so Rudy, what do you think of the tits on the turkey? <laughs> it's I, awful, man. That is yeah. so bad. Yeah, that, That's I mean, cold. Yeah, when you literally, like, people sweat when they hear that story sometimes. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, because it's awful. It was, imagine being 13. I was humiliated. It was terrible. I never, cannot. Yeah. Everybody's been through that, though. I would th- oh, Guys, I mean, I, women, I guess maybe not. Mm-hmm. There are women that like porno magazines, I'm assuming. I'm assuming, but either way, like, there's, like, so many little things you grow up and you just, like, if my mom would have said that. But, uh, my mom, Beverly, is, a, like, I, my mom was so good. And, like, I know you, we all have the kind of dad stuff, but yeah. I only saw my dad once a year. Mm-hmm. Like, I only that saw him. Huh? That was it. We saw him once a year. We would uh, get put on the Amtrak, me and my brother and sister, and go see my dad in Montana for a week. 
and then come back and my mom was a wreck when we would leave. Oh, really? She was like a wreck. And like, keep in mind, she didn't have any help. Any help. I mean, we had like my aunt, you know, her sister and stuff like that. But like, it's not like she had, um, you know, a nan or whatever. So she never had a break from us. Yeah. And so you think a week off, wow, she must, what? Ba- I just remember her bawling, <laughs> putting us on the train. Like, oh, yeah. And so, yeah, that was what I had. Did you have to go through your mother crying a lot, Rudy? No, not really. You know, uh, my mom was very good at hiding it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she was like a in-the-closet smoker and like didn't tell a lot of people about what she did. So, yeah. So no, I'm sure there was a plenty of times where she was like, guys, I'm just going to go run a bath. I'll be upstairs. And then <laughs> right. just closed the door and cried for an hour. I imagine there was a lot of that. I think you're right about that. Mm-hmm. I honest to God, it just, that was so painful. Because I knew when my mother was upstairs exactly what you're talking about, in her bedroom, and I could hear her, I went, oh, Christ, she can't pay the bills again. It was always about not being able to pay the bills. Could you imagine that anxiety with that many kids and like, oh, my God. God. That's why I'm still working at my age. I'm never going to give up working because sure. of my okay. mother. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that was painful. I mean, to watch that was very painful to watch that. Well, you didn't watch it; you just heard it. Mm-hmm. And then she'd come on, and go, "Hey, everything's great. Don't worry." Yeah, sure it is, mom. <laughs> yeah, no problem. But your voice is deeper than mine, so when you cry, it's like, "Wow!" We can wah, hear you. Wow, wow, I'm crying. Wow. All right, let's move on. Now, I don't know if this is good news or bad news here. Here's how to fix your social anxiety. You guys have social anxiety because I do not have it at all. Mm, no. No? Not really. No, I feel yeah. like, no, not really. Like, I get excited to be around people. Yeah, but not anxiety. No. You're happy, but not. Yeah, I suppose in, in this business you couldn't have social anxiety, could you? Oh, yeah. Unless you never came out of oh, the Oh, yeah. I've met so many DJs and so many on-air people that are terrible in really? person? Oh, yeah. Like, they feel uncomfortable if they're not in this dynamic of talking on microphones. If they have, like, you, I mean, you could tell from, like, when you go into a social thing, they feel so uncomfortable with, like, the microphones really? and the formalities removed. So do they just, in the, without even knowing it in their head, pretend they're someone else when they're on the air? I I don't know. I don't, that's a great question. It must be. But I've worked, yeah, there's people that I've worked with where I'm like, oh yeah, like they would not do well in a group setting or when the dynamic isn't, we take turns, you know, like just the, just the chaos of it all. So, you know, the only anxiety we ever had when I was at the, at the queue was when Sansevier and Gelfand were in on the same day and Gelfand would go into the huge fit. Because Bob was cooking cheese in the microwave. Cooking cheese is a really nice way of saying what he would do. Yeah, that's true. That that's is a, a nice very way. nice way of saying he, oh, no, we got to get Gelfan to talk about it. Oh, we do. He oh, gets, right. He's he, on today. He's on today, and he gets so worked up. Oh, God. We should almost have some heart medication <laughs> somewhere or defibrillator somewhere. He gets so worked up talking about it. I'm going to leave it for him. He and Sandy. Oh, oh. God, what a. And it's not that they didn't like one another. They just were completely different people. Such opposites. And yeah. they, and they, yeah, they get along. I know um, he, Gelfand does Sandy's podcast all the time. Like, yeah. they're good yeah. friends. They but, are. And I've traveled with both of them. It's too, it's wild. Yeah. They are, they are such two different people. Really good guys, both of them. God, don't tell them I said that. Oh, don't worry. Well, really good. Oh, by the way, I got a couple of emails this morning. So, one of them, I think, was from the family podcast that Tevin's going to do some some 
Is he working on this show or the my show? What I didn't even read the whole thing yet. I just saw it. I think he's doing a lot of research and all that kind of stuff. Is that for us or is it for the afternoon show? I don't think it's for us. So it probably is yeah. the afternoon show. Yeah, he just comes in here and looks pretty on Wednesdays. He's a very pretty <laughs> man. Mm-hmm. You can't even get around it. He's one of the guys, I will tell you honestly, and there are many, many in my – I mean, JB, I adore JB. He's a wonderful guy. But what I loved about Tevin is I met him. He was – how old again? He was like 20, 21, something like that. Very mature guy. He yes. always has been. Very mature and a very caring, nice man. So, you know, all the stuff you see on TV that the, the, the Democrats and Republicans are arguing over, most of that is not true. There are people that treat other people like dirt. There's no question about it. But there are so many great friendships. Uh, and you, why is it you never hear about the great friendships between people of different skin colors? Because it doesn't buy you votes? Is that why you don't bring that up? You think? I, I, yeah, I think that has something to do with it, right? What if you went on the... Uh, people, I think that... Re- Politicians too think that they are look better if they're warriors. Yeah, I suppose. And they're God. they're gonna go fight for your whatevers. Yeah, but they're causing problems. Is the is the difficulty there? I think in the reality too, it's it's so funny. It's like these politicians wouldn't it work so much better if you guys acknowledge that you could be. I don't want to say friends, but friendly. But no, they have to act like I know. I'm I sick show of it. up and it's you or the problem, and I'm gonna fight you. Yep. I, I literally see if I ever ran for office I, and they got, what do you think? I'd go, you know, I don't know his deal. Seems like a nice guy. I'm sure he'd be very competent. I just think I'd be a lot better at the job. I just do. If you showed confidence like that, wouldn't you be more attracted to that? That'd be the wildest political ad. Maybe I'll run for some. What should I run for? Um, I get crossing guard. Is that an option? I could whip Walls' ass as governor. I can guarantee you that. Oh, if you're governor, you know how much you would hate that. Well, but if I get to live in a seventeen thousand dollar a month house like he's yeah, doing, yeah, like you care about that. <laughs> that's true. I don't give a rat's <laughs> ass about that. I know you don't. Kind of I know you don't. I don't care about that's that such at a all. big game. If I that's could a good point. You I'm have good at BSing. Is that what you're saying? You have. You have all the things, and you're mean here to you me. are coming here at seven a.m. Uh, and part of that, I think, is because of people I know that retired early. It, it, a lot of times doesn't work out too well. I mean, you were retired for a good month. Two months. Okay. Well, a month and a half. month and a half. <laughs> Rounding up. <laughs> now, almost two months. Who's counting? I, was, I left on the 23rd, and I started here on the 20th of February. You picked up hobbies. You were very well-read. You Did were I pick relaxed. up hobbies? No, you were a wreck. You were ready to start this thing the day after. I do feel a lot of pressure. Matter of fact, I had a... Con- I talked with Catherine about that last night, that I always set personal goals for myself. And if I need help reaching them, it makes me really nervous because I, like I have a goal at how much, you know, how many downloads we're going to end up with. How mm-hmm. much, you know, Oh, we got to get into that too. I know we got to take a break here in a second, but I do want to talk about this. Is this YouTube thing as big a deal as it looks like it is already? I mean, I don't go on YouTube. I don't do that stuff. But my God, a lot of people are, respond, are sending me messages about that. My daughter does not watch network television. She uh-huh. barely streams anything. She sits on YouTube all day. There you go. That's, that's all, exactly what I hear. That's all it is. That's all the kids are into. That's all the younger demographic is into. That you know, The fact that ABC or CBS or NBC has not figured it out yet, like, yeah. why, why are you guys still pumping out material? On, just, just do a straight-up YouTube stream show. That's where everybody's at right now. It's true. And it might change in the next 10 years, but 
I don't know. There's, I mean, for whatever reason, we love to watch, you know, especially the younger kids, they love to just watch other kids play video games. I know. Yeah, they do. Or, That's interesting yeah, to me. Yeah, or unbox a gift or something yep. they got from Amazon. It is, it's the wildest thing, but for whatever reason, it captivates them. Didn't that little kid become a multi-millionaire unwrapping presents? Oh, Christ. And I, I hate those videos <laughs> because it drives me nuts because the dad is just such a... He's just such a showman. Really? You know, yeah, because his dad, the kid will be like, Daddy, get me milk. And he's like, what do you need, David? What do you need? Oh, like, could you God. stop this, like, oh. countdown to your kids? Like, ugh, it's awful it's to watch. because he's an employee of I, his son. Absolutely, yeah. and it's go. so dumb. But, ugh, what a monster. You are correct. Well, we'll keep an eye on all of them. That's all I have to say. I know we got to take a break here. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Tom Bernard Show. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. It didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. I said busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton. It's called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is a sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. That's a great price. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM, T-O-M, uh, there you'll find not only this uh, amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress, uh, mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. The last thing you think about after an accident is how your social media might be used against you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything or post anything online until you've talked to us. These days, it's natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted and taken out of context. That includes words and pictures. Don't give them any fuel. Hey, you'll have the rest of your life to share the trip to the lake or your new job, but you only have one shot at winning your injury claim. If you've been in an accident, don't wait. Schedule your free case consultation now with Bradshaw and Bryant. Visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bialke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword Partner. It's the monkeys celebrated by Mickey Dolenz. Here we come. Saturday, April 29th at the Pantages Theater, Minneapolis. Mickey Dolenz plays tribute to the iconic group and his bandmates in song and memory with unseen images from the monkeys. Get your tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Talek presents The Monkey, celebrated by Mickey Dolan's Live. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. 7.24.9 is uh, 24 minutes after 7 o'clock. Getting uh, some messages that's been suggested when I do run for governor that uh, Jimmy Francis be the lieutenant governor, which is, by the way, the job he wants. He does not want to be governor. Uh-huh. He wants to be lieutenant governor, and you know why? Because hmm. lieutenant governors don't do anything. That sounds perfect for me. <laughs> so you get paid. You sit around and go, hey, good job, Governor Tom. That sounds great, except I liked, I'm at the level I don't even want to like show up at the thing. Sure. I would, I'd be the worst because I'd be like, do I have to go to another ribbon cutting? Do I have to put on makeup or a bra after six? Like, uh. I'm serious. If I ever did run for office, I would praise the piss out of my opponents and say, I just think I could do a better job. He's not bad. I just, I just have a different way of looking at things. Absolutely. That's the route I would take. There is no reason to beat people to a pulp just to try to beat them uh, for a run for office. I don't even know how I'd respond if I saw a political ad that was, like, conversational or complimentary. Yeah, he's actually a pretty good guy, and who knows who'd do better, but I... I have a lot of confidence in myself. and Yep, that's it. Maybe we could team together. Like, that would be wild. It would be so much better. Than, you know, that guy's the worst human being ever. Like, no, actually, I met the guy. I didn't know him before. Seems like a nice enough guy. I just, again, I'm, I'm not trying to be arrogant here. I just think I'd do a much better job. That's all. And we obviously have a lot in common. We both want this job. Yeah, see? That's funny. No, you're absolutely right. Get Jimmy Francis as my lieutenant governor, because that's all he wants to do is sit on his ass and do nothing. Perfect. So that'd be good. Well, him, he's going to have to fight for me if that's if they legit do nothing. I want that job. Oh, see? When I was uh, living in Mankato, I had to run the board for a mayoral debate. OMG. And there was two guys, and one guy was like go- taking the angle of, I'm not going to answer those questions because I think I need to ask the people. What do the people want? And I will do what the people want. There you go. And his, and his opponent was like, this guy's an idiot and doesn't have a plan. That's exactly <laughs> what this is. So when the day the, day the uh, election happened, the dude who was like, I'm going to ask the people, no joke, got like 37 votes in the entire city. Oh, really? That, he got destroyed. Yes. Oh. That's so funny. I, I, I do think that would be the route I'd take. I don't know. Let's take a poll. <laughs> do whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah. I, I got to ask somebody smarter than me. I still do not understand how you can have $17 billion in the bank and the taxpayers who gave it to you don't get any of it. 
Well, now that we've legalized marijuana, we better see our we better see our property taxes go down. Because you got I, that right. Jesus, man! When I got that bill this year and everything went up, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "What is? We have 17 extra, you know, billion dollars yep. in the bank. Everybody's property taxes is going through the roof. Now that weed is legal, this better start writing that agree. ship a little bit because it's ridiculous. Couldn't agree more. It's mm-hmm. time that these people stop hoarding our money. We work our asses. Look, I got a great life, and I pay my taxes, and I do this, that, and the other. Whatever. But I just don't understand how you can sit there and pretend you're really good at your job as governor. You got $17 billion, and you won't even share a little with the taxpayer. Mm. That's disgusting to me. We gave it to you. Give a little back. We're not asking for the whole thing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be a couple of thousand bucks a person, wouldn't it? Absolutely, man. Yeah. And by the way, give it back to the people who paid the taxes because about 50% of people don't pay any taxes. On the lower end and the upper end, look, if you get enough government help, I'm happy for you. People in my neighborhood had to. They had Mm -hmm. to be helped by the government all the time when I was growing up. You know, so this is all this buying votes and kissing ass and ripping the hell out of your opponent. I'm getting really sick of the ripping the hell out of your opponent part of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, they, that's why Donald Trump has gone so far over the top with his. And Biden, too, both of them are disgusting. Oh, that mega deal. Yes, well, I invented everything. I'm the greatest of all time. I'm getting really tired of that. Is there anybody else going to run for president, you think? Mm, I don't know. Uh, didn't, uh, get, didn't Bernie Sanders just <laughs> yesterday say he wouldn't go no, up against Biden? No, he's not, he's not yeah. going to do it. Wasn't he like 102 anyway? Oh, man. Yeah, no kidding. Between the two of them, I think it equals like 212 if you added their ages together. Yeah. It's, it's up there, man. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. This party thing, good for you. You're a Republican. You're a Democrat. I'm really happy for you. You're in a club and good for you. But could you just help the people instead of running your mouth constantly about nothing? Mm-hmm. That'd be nice, I would think. Here is how to fix it. You guys have social anxiety? Mm-mm. None? Nope. You don't? I don't mm-hmm. either. No. I think the anxiety I have is all usually around danger, death, and murder. Yeah, that'd be good. That's a good thing to pay attention to. No murders at your house. Thank you. Here's how to fix your social anxiety. Just have your own personal teleprompter tell you what to say. A student at Stanford has been posting videos after he and some friends used chat GPT mm-hmm. to make AI-powered glass. This is a really bad idea, man. So now they have ChatGPT telling them what to say to fix their social anxiety. So now you can't even make up your own words in your head. Now you have to be told the words to use. That would be nice sometimes in the morning oh, with you make, guys. I'd burst into tears for Christ's sake. Uh, their prototype is very basic and wouldn't fool anyone yet. It's a pair of glasses with a thick uh, monocle stuck in one lens. It uses a speech recognition program that listens to what the other person says. Then it generates, uh, generates replies to do read, displays them right in front of your eyeball. So if you're bad at chit-chat, it does it for you. I am, would you do that? Ooh, that'd make me nervous. What, what if you're you know, like looking at your monocle and, you, you know, all of a sudden it just says, why, you son of a bitch. And then you have to say that. <laughs> I, I, I just keep thinking in my at what point is this ridiculous? Or what can we use? Okay, my mind automatically went towards people that are on the spectrum. Would this be something useful That'd for be, them? I Maybe. Yeah, you might be right about that. Because I, otherwise, I mean, the social anxiety people, I don't know. It's, okay. go, go and fail. It's so fun to fail. Get your heart rate up. Let's bring, can we bring Kristen in early? Because I want to run this by her, Yeah, too. we certainly can. Sure. And she keeps staring at me. Stop staring at me, for Christ's sake. I saw Morning. that. Morning. 
<laughs> good, mo- good morning. Okay, I, the one that I, reason I wanted to bring you on a little early because I'm going to read what they suggest or how they suggest you use this, okay? And if I walked in here and either Brittany or Rudy said this to me first thing in the morning and go, you know what, I don't feel well, I got to go home. I would just leave. Because it says here, they fed uh, it details about their friends' personal lives so it would have things to ask about, but eventually it could look up people on social media to find that stuff too. Okay, so here's the big, big uh, suggestion they make, what you should say to people. If you can't think of anything to say, you should say, hey, I saw on Facebook that you love Thai food. Me too. You have to be told to say that? <laughs> really? I, I pulled up chat GPT on Uh-oh. my browser right now, and I said, I wrote, how to respond to how are you? So go ahead, Tom. Ask me, how are you? Well, how are you, Brittany? It'll pop up. When someone asks how are you, it's typically a polite greeting rather than a genuine inquiry about your physical or emotional well-being. However, if you'd like to respond in a way that acknowledges the question, you could try one of the following. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, sure. That's a good one. I'm good. Thanks for asking. How's your day? And then it goes on. I'm feeling a bit tired, stressed, busy, but overall, doing all right. How are things with you? (laughs) And you can't come up with this by yourself? You have to be told to say that? I'm keeping this browser up. I'm going to use this for the rest of this show. (laughs) I like it. It's going to be a good quality show. (laughs) Thank you, Kristen. It can't get worse is all I'm going to say from from my, from from me. Very good point. It's very Cyrano de Bergerac, you guys. It is. It absolutely mm-hmm. is. That's exactly what it is. But, I mean, we're in a situation where, oh, our screen, I'm looking at the schedule. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, we had a little bit of a mishap here, but yes, I can Oh, that it. little yeah. chiming? Yeah. So What was that chiming? I like that. It's kind of chimey. Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to describe it. I yeah. my yeah. soundtrack earlier this week. Yeah. Oh, no, on. we have one computer yeah, that yeah. runs it all. So when oh, we have yeah. Kristen up and then we have emails up and then we get messages from people on the app, if it's not set, if it's not, you know, configured the right way, we get a little chime over the air. A so, chime. A chime. I don't mind the chime. No, good. Better than some of the people I've worked with. Thank you very much. Great to be here. What do you think of that, Kristen? <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. Kristen Burt joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen, Turtle Dove, my lovely wife, I adore the woman, as you know, finally talked me into, and I'm kind of glad she did, not great, but very entertaining. Cocaine bear. You got it. Mm-hmm. How did you know? You've been ta- you, have you been texting with my wife? She let the whole world know on Twitter last oh, night. Oh, God. That's all. That's just. It was pretty damn funny. I got to be honest with you. I was like, oh, my goodness. Two months after we talked about it, you finally convinced him to go and watch it. She's, but you know what? I mean, well, you've never met my wife in person. One of no. these days, we got to get that done. But my wife is one of those people. And by the way, you women are so good at this stuff. You know when you're attractive and how powerful that is, and you sucker men into doing everything, don't you? Uh, sure. <laughs> Brittany, don't like, stay silent. Is that why you get married? So you can sit there and be like, wouldn't it be great if you the garbage? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, tell, I'm still surprised after all these years, several decades, that she said yes. So, you know, yeah, it kind of works out in the end. She's a total babe. You got yourself a catch. She is a wonderful human being, too. She actually, she, for as, I mean, she's a very tall woman, a very beautiful woman. She's smart as hell. But the number one thing about it, she has one of the greatest hearts of all time. She's a magnificently nice person. 
She really well, isn't is. Isn't it nice to be able to say that after all these years? Because a lot of marriages, yeah, that's not what's coming out of their mouths no, right now. No, it's not. I, I've never been in one of those relationships. I mean, I've, I've had women say to me, oh, my God, why did I ever go out with you? Now, that's as bad as it got, right? <laughs> oh, I, I think I've had worse. <laughs> I'm not for everybody. Let me put it that way. I do understand that I'm not for everyone, right? But you found the perfect person for you. I got very lucky. I just did. I mean, I think, is that part of it? Because, you're, you know, we got uh, Brittany over here is very happily married. Did you just happen upon one another? Where'd you meet your husband? I met, we met on Match. Uh, Say AA. I was, I get, that's why I went like this. <laughs> <laughs> I could have met him there. I met him at AA. Believe it or not, I wasn't searching for a man at a meeting. No, I suppose um, not. I asked GPT, how should I respond to you asking me how I got my husband? And he said, it can be uncomfortable or an inappropriate question, depending on the context and tone. I suppose. Here are a few ways you can respond. Okay, I have Uh-oh. to quit this. This ain't going to be I good, have to Kristen. Quit this. Me and Justin met on Match. Um, I messaged him. It's still my claim to fame. I was like, hey, you, what you doing? And then we went for our first date was at the uh, Hiawatha Dog Park, and it was it was perfect. It was the perfect date. We just walked around and mm-hmm. made fun of other people's dogs and people, and we had a blast. You know, the first time I went around the lakes with Catherine was on rollerblades, and guess how that went? Oh, my God. Why would you do that to yourself? Oh, God. That's scary. You it were, was interesting. You were already in, like, that is crazy of you. This is one of the great stories of all time, and this is another reason I adore that woman so much. We were on the path. And, you know, on the rollerblades and all the rest of it. And there was this gigantic man. This guy had to be like six feet tall, very broad-shouldered, just a big giant of a man. And he was jogging on the path. He was, he was not on the jogging path. He was on the path where, like the walking path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Where you do your rollerblading, I guess. Yeah. And he starts screaming at us, we're in the wrong place. Catherine went nose to nose with him. And he finally said, he looked at me and goes, and is this your wife? I said, no, not yet. And he goes, good luck to you, man. <laughs> he just went away. That is. They, they, she's this gigantic man. She's nose to nose going, you dumb bastard. <laughs> it was phenomenal. That is beyond. <laughs> and you're sitting you're there. Like, I'm going to marry this one. I'm going to marry this woman, exactly. And Kristen, too, you have to imagine. He's like, this better not go to blows because I can barely stand up right now. Oh, you're, roller blades. You were there going, if anybody pushes me, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> you're like, I got nothing to stand oh, on. Would it be good? I'm going to punch you. <laughs> Come and get closer to me. I can't come to you. I don't know how to break. That's true. That's very true. So Cocaine Bear, we watched that. <laughs> Catherine actually got it. Oh, I'm sorry. You wanted to comment. I just was going to say you leaned into the camp, I hope, because it's so campy, that movie. Oh, yeah. We, we had a good time watching the real. I mean, it's not the greatest movie I've ever seen, but I thought it was very entertaining. I, I, I liked it a lot. And, you know, Catherine's laughing like a mad woman. That always helps as well. Then while we're sitting there, we're watching Corner Gas, which I keep telling you guys to watch. Have you guys watched Corner Gas yet? Uh-uh. It's on Prime Video. Well, it's actually on Freevee. That's where the, that, that's where its home is. Okay. Catherine was also sparring with Brent yesterday. Yeah, she Brent was. Button. Brent Button. Yes. She were sparring this on. This was all social. going down on Twitter yesterday. This is the guy who created, wrote, and starred in Corner Gas, which I think is one of the funniest damn shows I've ever. Giving example of that, and Catherine just she played this back four times. She thought it was so funny. They're packing up to go on a picnic, and there's. Brent bought his character's mom and dad, and they're both crabby as hell. 
then he's involved in the deal. Their friends are involved, and they're going to go on a, <laughs> on a picnic. So Brent goes to his parents. So you mustard. You want mustard in the, in the picnic basket, right? Yeah, yeah, put the mustard in there. Well, how about uh, relish? And one of their friends goes, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. People who like that stuff are kind of weird. I'm just, uh, and, and the old man, the, the, the father of Brent Butteron goes, relish? Yeah, maybe if you're going to an orgy. Like, what? <laughs> what the hell does relish have to do with an orgy? <laughs> Brilliantly yeah. written. Catherine not only let him know that she played that scene four times. I mean, like, four times. She also let him know that her, his agent has not returned your phone calls or emails or whatever. So this is like a story playing out in real time. So to be determined if you'll get him on the show. Is this a Canadian TV show? Yes, it is. It is. Okay, because I'm watching the trailer for it right now, and I'm like, I think I recognize some of these people from yeah. different Canadian shows. But okay, right on. Um, to give it a and start at the very beginning. It's uh, it's just very it's brilliantly written. Okay. It doesn't try to push too hard. It doesn't lay back too much. It's just it's very well cast. Uh, Brent is a brilliant. He, he's like I said, the writer, producer, stars in it, the whole deal. It went for I think what six seasons. Uh, this said, I believe it was two thousand four to two thousand nine. So probably six seasons. Yeah, altogether. six seasons. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. altogether. And then he did a cartoon version of it in Canada. Mm-hmm. And then he did a movie version of it in Canada. This guy. Huh. His boy's done well with it. But, yeah, I hope we do end up getting him on because he is – because I want him to come on this show and the other one. Very, very funny. Give it a whirl. Seriously, just just watch one episode, and, and I want to hear your take on it, what, what you think of it. Right? You're not going to make me watch four episodes? Like, I'm always like, watch four episodes. That's what you do to me all the time, The Good Place. Oh, my God. I'm still struggling. <laughs> <laughs> is Catherine trying to get you to catch up with her? Or seven, yeah. i got to watch seven. I've watched four. I just don't get it. I, it's just not funny. You haven't gotten to the twist. Oh, there's a twist. Okay, did, does a twist come at seven? Uh, the- she goes, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You don't have to tell me when the twist comes. No, just keep on going. Keep I on will going. give it a whirl. I promise. Makes, it's, the payoff is so good. I promise I I'll give it a whirl. I know we keep telling you that, but you already are going in with a, a negative mindset. <laughs> I like her a lot. She's very good in it. Kristen uh, Bell. Kristen Bell, yeah. The other people, not so much. And, and Ted Danson just plays the same character no matter what he's you doing. You have to get over your Ted Danson hate. The rest I don't of hate the him. The cast is great. All right. I don't hate him. He's just Sam the bartender in everything he does. Right? <laughs> I don't think he's Sam the bartender in this. I really you know? don't. Okay. And I was a big Cheers fan coming from Boston. So I, You know when he lost me is when he wore the top hat and the black face when he was dating Whoopi Goldberg. I was like, really? You're trying a little too hard there, buddy. Fair that fair enough that lose plenty of people, plenty thought, of people. I just I didn't think I was like you know racist or anything. It was just stupid, really. I mean, what? Yeah, I, I mean, it. yeah, I mean the he probably doesn't even want people to mention it at all. No, so. <laughs> I imagine that's true. So what and it's else? Probably the only remembrance people have that he actually dated Whoopi Goldberg. People don't know that. Which, you know, that was the biggest political scam for both of them of all time. Do you think that was ever a real relationship? You know, but why would it have been a PR relationship? Because it's not like they did a movie together, I don't think. Yeah, but they did. Their careers came into focus very clearly to a lot of people. Maybe one of them. Yeah, a lot of good publicity. A lot of good publicity. Yeah. There's no question if you want about the page it. Six pub- but then they, he got the page six publicity from doing the blackface, so I don't know. Still don't understand why he did that, but, uh, you know, whatever. Good for you, kids. That's all I'm saying. 
What do you got on that's coming? Any movies, television, anything I should know about? Well, this week has been kind of a big week in Las Vegas with CinemaCon, and that oh, is yeah. where all of the theater owners across the nation come to Vegas to see what Hollywood's offering. And, you know, after a couple of, um, a skipped year, obviously, from the pandemic, and last year was kind of uh, muted, uh, they're going big. And we are starting to see a lot of the presentations. Like, Will Smith is banking on his Bad Boys for comeback. I oh, mean, sure. He is trying so hard to get back into the good graces of Hollywood. Um, so that will be something to kind of look at. This one I'm dying because they have not released this clip. But Wonka, which is going to be the prequel to the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory movie um, with Timothy Chalamet, they released a clip. And Hugh Grant played a singing Oompa Loompa. And I really? am dying for them to release this clip because it's done by the Paddington director, Paul King. And he and Hugh Grant are very good friends. Hugh Grant in Paddington has done some of his best work, believe it or not. Yeah. So now I'm thinking that Oompa Loompa, like him as an Oompa Loompa and Wonka is going to be genius. Oh, Tom, you need to sit down with the grandkids and watch Paddington. Really? Both of them. Though number one and number two are outstanding. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll give it a whirl. I know that sounds crazy. And then uh, for uh, music fans, of course, Wicked. Wicked has been this like ongoing saga. It's based off of the Broadway musical. Um, it's finally coming in 2024 and 2025. They're dividing it up into two, two movies. But they finally showed clips from that. Um, they showed clips from The Little Mermaid, which will be coming out May 26th. And I will tell you, they, everyone said Melissa McCarthy as... Ursula singing Poor Unfortunate Souls, I guess, brought down the house. So some good things ahead. I like that. Magnificent. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And TV-wise, I know you're not a huge James Corden fan, but tonight is his very last night. He has the primetime special coming up tonight oh, okay. on CBS at 10 p.m. Um, Adele and Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise actually does a version of The Lion King with him, so I'm actually looking forward to that. Really? Yes. I've never They're understood. They're going to do like the whole Timon um, Pumbaa thing. I got to tell you though, one of the problems I do have is I, I am such a huge Johnny Carson fan that nobody else can compare. They just can't. Well, well and I think too, if you look back at Johnny Carson, and I think we've talked about this for, before, is the fact that when people came on with Johnny Carson, it was just a conversation. Yep. It wasn't to push a product, That's a movie, right. a TV show. They were smoking and drinking. I'm sure half of them were drunk most of the time, and it was great. Was it Dean Martin that kept putting his ash and Don, like Don Rickles drink or remember remember that scene somebody dobbing their their cigarette into the other guy's drink when he was looking away? That was a very very funny scene. But yeah, Carson and that's what I love having some of these uh, streaming networks like Pluto. They have a Johnny yeah, Carson yeah, they do. channel <clears throat> that you can go back and watch some of the old episodes, which are incredible. All right, sister, one more day this week, and then you can just sit around in your ass for three days. Or two and a half, anyway. I was like, what kind of weekend? I was like, are you doing? I got to prep for the Met Gala on Monday. So oh, pardon me. Big shot. I know. I know. I cover all the fashions. You know how it is. <laughs> all right. Now, we were up on YouTube last night, were we not? Yeah. First episode was up on YouTube yesterday. Magnificent. Mm -hmm. So you like being on YouTube? Yes, and so does my cat. Oh, she's got her kitty. Oh, the baby. The baby. She sits here. I just want you guys to know, she sits here and purrs through the entire segment, which means she absolutely loves your voices, What's too. her? Yes. What's her name? 
This is London. We have London and Linus, her brother and sister, but she's the tiny one. She never grew. She's like six pounds. Oh. Resident Evil. That's what every morning is. she comes and listens to me with you guys. I That's am very nice. I am manifesting a cat so hard right now. So I think Look we need a studio cat until I get my. Oh uh, yeah, cat. good luck to you on that one. There's enough with the dogs already. The kitty. I just kitty. need one right now. Well, if you want to bring a cat, There's I don't care. Oh, I love. That's the answer I like. I want it. I want a parrot that'll sit there and make smart ass foul comments. You get a parrot, and I'll get a cat, and we'll see how this turns Have out. Have you ever seen one of those parrots that have been taught to say nothing but negative things? It's so funny. It's hilarious. I want you. I was the other day. I was watching this video. My nephew Ike sent it to me um, of a parrot who kept saying, "I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna," and he was telling them that he wasn't gonna bite their toes, but he always did. He's always like, "I'm did. not gonna, mom. I'm not gonna," and then attack their feet. It was so fun. Teach the parrot chat GBT and then tell me how annoying it is. <laughs> I I finally got my results. Uh, Kristen, will you ask me uh, how I met my husband? How did you meet your husband? We met through mutual friends and hit it off right away. Our option two, why did you ask? Our relationship is private and personal. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the two options you got, huh? Okay. Hey, why don't you just shut up about my life? That's great. Very, very nice. <laughs> and then all the, right. I'll exit you guys. You can get right. on with the show. You, I'll here. see you all tomorrow. Hi, Kristen. Bye-bye. I love that so much. Kristen has so much class, she blew us off with aplomb. I know. I felt loved, even though we it's did get blown up. Away from hey, me. guys, I'll let you keep going without me. Hey, it's really great talking to you. <laughs> One of those deals. Oh, my God. We got a, a great guest coming up in about, oh, looks about 12 minutes, John. It's, he pronounced his name Hoganacker, doesn't he? Yes. John Hugenacker. Waco, The Aftermath. Have you guys seen this yet? Mm-mm. Holy God, is this a good show. Uh, Catherine and I have seen the first, I think, two or three episodes. I think it, it might be a five, six episode thing, mm-hmm. I think, something like that. It's really good. Cannot wait to talk to him about it. As a matter of fact, we'll take a break here. Be right back. More news up next. Tom Bernard Show. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. Ever heard the expression, go with a leader? Why do people say that? I go with a leader because you don't become one unless you're doing something right. And in the world of auto dealerships, that means you can trust they're treating their customers right, their employees right, and must offer value that makes more and more Minnesotans want to come back to do business the right way. The Nissan stores of Walzer Nissan last month were three of the top four leading sellers of Nissans in the entire state. Now, I don't want to say who was number one, because I don't want the guys at Nissan Coon Rapids and Wyzetta to get jealous of Dan Rush in Burnsville. I'm Tom Bernard. My whole family owns and drives Walzer Nissans, and this April you can get 0% financing for 36 months on Rogues and Altimas, plus an additional $500 bonus on any trade-in you make. Even if you have to push it onto the lot, you still get at least 500 bucks on your trade. The leaders of Walzer Nissan Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids do things the right way. The Walzer way. So go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. 0% financing for 36 months, $27 per month per 1,000 finance on approved credit. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Rudy 
uh, I got it. I'm going to have a problem, I think, in here because I just looked at some stories that have been sent over mm-hmm. by someone sitting to my right. Oh, I'm boy. thinking, looking at the stories that maybe because they have a baby, they haven't maybe been intimate in a while. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, no. Why? Uh, two stories she's telling me. So, just does this mean not a lot of intimacy since they had the baby? Okay, yeah. You ready? First story bullet removed from clitoris. Second story, right behind that one is, man tries to sell penis at shopping mall. <laughs> really? Clitoris <laughs> and penis in the same break. Okay. No, this is not... They weren't supposed to be together. Well, they are together. They're in evergreen. They are grouped together as, <laughs> we can talk about these ones, whatever you feel about it. Did not realize they were both about genitalia till this moment. Look, get, when you get when she gets home tonight, would you give Brit Brit a kiss <laughs> so she knows she's still loved? Would you just hold my hand, Justin. Yeah, just, mm-hmm. Justin, hold my just hand. Hold my hand for fifteen seconds. That's all she's asking for. Well, here's the first one. We'll uh, we'll lighten the load on you over here. Woman has bullet removed from clitoris in first injury of its kind. I would imagine that uh, it's not a very common injury getting a. Shot in the clitoris. The x-ray on this story is wild. Really? Yeah. Ooh, I haven't seen it yet. wild. It is, the story in general <laughs> is crazy. Okay, doctors in, oh, it's in Japan. Mm-hmm. Happened in Japan, I see. Yeah. Oh, no, wait a minute. This is different. The doctors in Japan. I was going to say, I thought it was actually, okay. No, a different story popped up that yeah. said apparently a doctor removed like a 60-foot piece of rope from somebody's innards. Yeah, th- I want to say this was where this was somewhere else. Yeah, not a problem. We'll figure it out. Okay. Oh, uh, Somalia. That's yep, where it was. That's what I thought. <clears throat> it was in Somalia. Yep. A woman in Somalia had to undergo emergency surgery after getting shot accidentally in the clitoris while relaxing at home. So you're sitting around the house. All of a sudden, you take one right to the crotch. It's so bad. What is that? Can't tell you how many times I've been watching TV and just got hit right in the boner with an arrow. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, absolutely. What happened? I was just minding my own business. Non-stop. <laughs> Arrow to boner incident. Exactly. A report dealing her accidentally pier- uh, accidental piercing was published recently in the International Journal of Surgery Case Reports. To the best of our knowledge, this is the first wayward bullet injury penetrating the vulvar area, the outer part of the female genitals, with a re- uh, retained bullet in the clitoris. So it busted through a couple of layers, and then we're in. Is that correct? I mean, I don't know. It makes it sound like your clitoris swallowed it. It it's... does. Mm-hmm. You're right. According to the study, the 24-year-old unnamed patient had been relaxing at home, and all of a sudden a stray bullet came through her ceiling and struck her in her nether region. I said nether region. The alarmed woman reported to the Erdogan uh, Hospital in uh, Mogadishu, where a CT scan revealed that the errant lead pellet had lodged itself in her clitoris. As far as the uh, study authors knew, this was the first case ever in history. Probably true. I would hope Mm -hmm. so. So it wasn't even in her apartment. It came through a wall or the ceiling and hit her. Yeah, and thank God, because I'm sure because of that, it's why it slowed down enough to just kind of... Yeah, maybe. You might be right about that. All right, now uh, we have to go to the second one because this is the really this okay. is the one she really. Oh, you got you got a comment? Did you go to the X-ray? 
I need you to scroll down to the X-ray. Oh, I'm going to go back to the X-ray? Yes, okay. sir. Mm-hmm. I need you to see the X-ray. I might be screwed, though. Well, while you're doing that, I did read an update to the story that uh, they had to bring in a female doctor because the first male doctor who tried to find the bullet in the clitoris couldn't find it. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah there it is. is. Pretty mouthing it the entire time. You knew where it was going. It's <laughs> like did. a more me now but, kind of thing. No, I, I, li- I appreciate it. You know, we need a where's well, the clitoris joke. You. Listen uh, to you. Did you see the X-ray? No, not yet. Let me just show it to you here. Look. No, I got. I'm, I'm coming. Jesus, he's got nice, solid hips, though. Oh, but look at the where the bullet I is. I know it's right. What she could have reached in there and gotten that herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but why do we have to do it ourselves? You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at it right now. Why although, do we always have to be the ones? Is it lodged in a bone there? Is that a or it's in no. front of the bone? No. Yeah, it's like a little thing of skin. I, I, I feel like I need a diagram in a, a, a puppet at this point. Brittany could have taken that out. It would have been fine. With my mouth. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Palomino. Where's that parrot when you need it? Yeah. <laughs> Be quiet. With her mouth. Really nice. Really nice. Okay. Oh, side note. We got an email from Dwayne about uh, who did the cigarette thing. And uh, at the, you were talking about. Oh, on Johnny Carson, yeah. Dean Martin into George Gobbles. Gobble. Gobble. Jo- it was you, George Gobble, yeah. you're right. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you, Sid. You Thanks, are absolutely right. It was George Gobble, no question about it. That's why that show was so good, because he got every massive star on there and they didn't ever behave, which I think is wonderful. I love that show. Mm. And now it's just ass kissing. All those night, late night shows, like, oh, you get a big movie coming up, and I just love you. I was like, settle down. You can tell the show is made up to be clipped up. That's what it yeah, is. If that's you actually true. watch it, you go, what? This doesn't even make sense. It's mm-hmm. just meant to have little video clips because that's now their main revenue. Oh, we don't have to take another break, do we? We're good to go. I want to make sure. I'm pretty yep. sure we took it. Yep. Because we only got about two minutes before our guest pops on. Ooh. So I got to get to this quickly. A 32-year-old man has appeared in an Eastern Cape magistrate's uh, court charged with unlawful possession of human tissue. He owned a man's penis. Mm -hmm. Police spokesperson uh, Mahiola Nakoli said the man was arrested by members of the public. Arrested by members of the public. That probably went smooth. Citizens arrest. After they allegedly found him in possession of a penis at a shopping mall in Butterworth. You know, where should I go with the penis? Let's go to the Southdale. Where people got cash on hand. Yeah, he got a little cash on hand. I don't really understand this story, but that's just me. What are you going to do if you buy a... Or, uh, what? Who's in the market? Well, yeah, good question. Because it's going to start rotting any minute. I would think so. Preliminary investigation has revealed that the private part was removed, cut from a 68-year-old man... Um, in the Tumbo district. The victim is in the hospital. The suspect appeared in court on Monday, and the case is due to be transfer- uh, transferred to Matata, where he is expected to face a charge of attempted murder. Provincial Police Commissioner Lieutenant General Nomatalele uh, Mene praised the uh, community for arresting the suspect. This is a despicable and cruel act. How, how can a guy sneak up on you to the point where he can cut your schwanz off and I mean, how did he get at it? I don't know. We got women getting shot in the clitoris and men getting their penises cut off. That's correct. It's not on my bingo card this year, but maybe next year. And why did he get caught, remember? Why did the guy get caught with another guy's penis? Citizens arrest. He tried to sell it. Yeah, at the mall. He tried to sell a penis at the mall. It's all at the mall. I don't think you're thinking clearly, sir. Mm. Will that make sense to you? I, I don't think he's making great decisions. 
Doesn't seem like it anyway. I don't really. Yeah, I that whole that whole fascination. Do you have to have an unusual look at sex or an unusual sex life? I don't. I don't want to cut off anyone's penis or shoot anyone in the crotch. Call yourself crazy. I might be nuts. It's you're, true. You're not fitting in. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.